Dang. Check one on. The, all right. Peace. This is the Ash O'Head podcast with Justice Raji. I'm here with my guest, Divine Zay. Peace. Peace. How you doing this morning, guys? I'm doing great, guys. So right. I'm awesome. Happy to be here. It's a pleasure to be here. Um, so we just start with it. Uh, can you give uh, before we get going with the questions? Actually, does anybody just want to get some props or reverence, you know, respect to before we get into our conversation? Um, I want to give respect to my family. Um, we had a good morning this morning. Got up. All three of my boys, uh, Zakir, Nipaj, and Azir, got out the door, off the school, nice and safe. My Earth, she got to work safely. I naturally reflect, so shout out to my family. That's, right. that's where I start at. That's base. That's base. I got uh, actually was walking in here, um, sending messages to my kids because they are on the West Coast. Where, family first. Yeah, you know I mean, like everybody up, everybody get up on because it's still you know early there. So that's base. Um, so we'll just get into it. Can you um, give me a practice or a standard, something that you hold yourself to, and uh, how you move through the world? Um. Fundamentally, I go right back to, um, you know, what brought me into knowledge itself was being able to um, redefine myself or define myself and find who I truly was. And uh, in my name, which is divine universal law, um, I really key into the universal part and being universal um, with everybody and mm-hmm. everything that I deal with and being able to see both sides gives me a better um understanding of situations of people so always go back to any situation and and a standard i hold myself is to see things universally and be universal with everything um in every situation that i deal with all right are there any like particular habits that you've developed that help you to to like maintain that discipline of like you know having um because sound like you you keep a a keep a perspective where you can have your view hear other views and then try to you know, reason out what makes the most sense. Is there any particular tactics or practices that you do to keep that up? Um, the one one thing definitely is is focusing on being your true self and being truly who you are, so that your truth is is really the truth that you know, and that's okay. what you could definitely stand on. So, being able to have that as this is who I am, and I am comfortable with who I am. I can deal universally because I'm not looking to take on anybody else's perspective. I'm not looking to take on anybody else's, um, you know, history. I know mine and I know my perspective and I'm open to see what others are. Mm-hmm. And that gives me the ability to work with a lot of people, um, event professionally, do things, um, you know, personally that, you know, I like to do or want to do. And, you know, being universal allows me to do it naturally and purely. It's never forced anything like that. So, um, you know, a lot of great benefits in my life have come from just walking that path and staying true to myself and being true and taking other people's truth is what they present to me. Thank you. And I think that is, um, you know, the importance of having comfortability with who you are at any given time, I think, is often a challenge. Uh, is there any particular experiences that helped you get a deeper understanding of that, or that did you think um, about? definitely um, throughout my lifetime, a lot of things have got me to um, really understand and see the value in that perspective. Mm-hmm. Uh, growing up, um, you know, people that know me now see me, you know, whatever Instagram and things, you know, I, I, the way I dress and fresh, and I know a lot of celebrities and people I be around and have a lot of. Um, you know, a large network to work with. Um, mm-hmm. wasn't always like that. Um, I grew up a very reserved, 
um, very pious, very orthodox, Muslim, mm -hmm. straightforward young man. Um, kept to myself, had glasses, I was very nerdy. <laughs> so that wasn't always my, my lifestyle, uh, yeah. but that allowed me to really find my true self. I never hid that from anybody. That's who I was. Um, you know, I still dressed fresh back in the day, you know what I'm saying? I had mm -hmm. the Lottos and I had the Lee's yeah. and I knew what I was doing, but, you know, I, I didn't have, you know, the freedom financially to be able to really express myself that way. So I still was conforming to who I was, um, which was, you know, within the means I had really not conforming. But um, from that, 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 that got me to where, you know, it is what it is and I am who I am. I have a very different name, always had a different name, whatever name that I choose to go by. It was always different, and it was always different perspectives that people brought to me. So I was allowed to see how people change situationally, you know what I mean? And I didn't change situationally because I really couldn't. I was what I was. Yes, I can't sir. hide that, you know what I mean? Yeah. So that was that understanding of just growing up that mm -hmm. way. Um, parents were very, you know, pan-African, militant. I'm not hiding from it. That's who I was. Yes, and um sir. That's what brought me into other other angles, other uh, perspectives, brought me to knowledge itself, which helped, you know, really, really express that and understand truly what it is for myself. Mm -hmm. And, um, you know, it's definitely growth and development within that, as yeah. we both know. Um, you know, you come in early and you have one way you see things. And as you grow, you start to see them, um, you know, with new right. perspectives yes, and sir. new eyes. But um, having the order of supreme mathematics allowed me to really really put things in the right place because i already knew where the places were but i just mm -hmm. mastered the order at that point or, or saw the order and was allowed to get to a mastery level within my own self and that's where the mastery comes from so um you know growing up in a different you know in a different lifestyle different family um at the time in the early 80s you know time like that and um then also coming into the knowledge itself those were really two poignant you know moments in my life Right. So, um, second question. Mm -hmm. Relationships broadly defined, um, is there something um, that you do differently now that, um, or you do now that you would have done um, differently as a younger man? And that's work relationships, love, family, whatever. Um, yeah, definitely. Relationships is, um, is, is, you know, it's a learning experience. Everybody doesn't know how to deal with everybody or every person or every mm -hmm. type. I mean, being a, a parent and having a relationship with your child, that's that's brand new to everybody that does it the first or second or third. Yeah, it's yeah. always a new new situation. So um, that that in itself is what really opened up my perspective on relationships is mm -hmm. having having a, having a son and the relationships aren't surface anymore. You know what I mean? Whereas the relationship with his mother is now it's it's a this is a bonded relationship now for, yeah. for life. You know what I mean? And I have to work work it out the best way possible if I want to see the best results. Yeah. Same with my son. This is a bonded relationship. This is for life. This is somebody that I have to grow and develop and as well as with him and watch him grow and develop as well as me. So yeah. that's that's one of the key things um is having a son and understanding that he's his own person. So as I see that with him I definitely extend that to everybody, mm -hmm. which is something that I already was growing to from, you know, my earlier standards and yeah, standards yeah. stated is um, dealing with people with, with, you know, as they are and who they are and seeing the truth in them. And that's what um, keeps my relationships with people genuine. You know yeah. what I mean? Because I know a lot of people and I'm, I'm honored that I know them genuinely. I don't just know them on the surface of a, just a name or something like that. Mm -hmm. You know, we have we have history. And if we don't have direct history, we have 
other history that we could definitely relate to and see and that we got a commonality. And that's what I look for. Mm. You know, in relationships. Yeah, definitely. I think um you brought up, you know, the relationship with your kids and, you know, my my kids are, you know, sixteen and twelve now and mm. you know, you realize they but they have their own personalities and their own sense of who they are and you gotta you I mean you can try it. Just shoehorn mm. them in whatever yeah. you want, but at some point you realize like, all right, we gotta we gotta figure out who what what motivates you different than her and what motivates you different Indeed. than him and and those sort of signs. You definitely got to leave the the room for them to explore and mm-hmm. find out because that's what I got to do. Yeah. And that's what brought me to my understanding. And it's like, I got to I gotta extend that that way as well as to everybody else. Yeah. You know? Yeah. I feel like you set a foundation and then you give them space. Let them figure it out. Um, who? Third question. What's the... What's just something that's really important for you right now in your world or in your life, your work, whatever, what have you? Um, important right now is um, leaving a legacy. That's that's really what it is. And nothing that's like my name written in lights, nowhere. Mm-hmm. Not that type of lofty aspirations, but leaving something on in this world, in, in the world at least that I could touch and be a part of and affect that, um, that lasts, you know, beyond my name, beyond me doing it mm-hmm. um that's that's really what it is be it my family and my family is is that legacy then i'm already on that way but making sure that it's actually something that is you know contributing to the overall growth of any any world that we're a part of be it the neighborhood i live in be it the city i live in be it the community of uh you know creators or or um you know people in the industry i work in you know, is is leaving a legacy that that lasts beyond. I see a lot of um, a lot of people come and go in things. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? A lot on, on everything. That's just you know out of the sheer numbers of people come and go. And there's some people that come to you know whatever an industry of of you know to say what I do is uh you know working in the apparel industry, um, marketing, and um, you know it's it's a bright star and then it fades and you know people forget mm-hmm. and um, that's not what I want to. You know, I don't want to be forgotten. Indeed. You know? Indeed. Is there any particular hooks or things that you think are important in terms of the way people frame apparel? Like something, I don't know, what's the idea I'm looking for here? It's sort of like kind of anchor concepts that you that you find that help you to be successful in sort of designing or, you know, putting pieces together. Because, you know, you do a lot of stuff. I see some, you know, you do some layers and some colors. I'm like, all right, man, you out here turning up the heat on everybody. Indeed. Like, what 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 do you think are some of the things that help you with, with, with your vision when it comes to um, I like to I like to stay consistent in everything I do. So mm-hmm. even with the what I built up or what, what, what drives me is seeing things universal is um, having um, – you know, an understanding of clothing and how people wear clothes. And that's pretty much where it really comes from. Things can be trendy. Things can be, um, you know, forever lasting. But for the most part, we wear tops, bottoms, shoes, and a hat. And pretty much it's how the customer or the, the, the consumer wears it. And understanding that is, allows me to be able to reach them mm-hmm. in a more genuine way. And that's able to make me more of a better salesman, a better merchandiser, a better visual merchandiser, mm-hmm. better with marketing and understanding what the consumer wants to see. Not not in a sense of I want to show you the razzle and dazzle, but um, you know, I know what 
a man of a certain size of a certain type of background or a certain perspective on life, I know how he wants to wear his clothes. I know how he wants to view himself. Mm -hmm. So I know what kind of apparel to offer or to put in front of him so that they can see it. And that's, mm -hmm. that's really just dealing with the people as they are. Um, you know, that's the main thing. Like, I was um, is there anything you could share just about how you go about um, sort of leading people? I mean, what is it? There's some just a nugget that you try to be a part of the way that you work with and like managing working with other people. Um, definitely um, consistency with, um, you know, the follow through when I'm when I'm, you know, to, to put it all in one word is really I lead by example. Um, mm -hmm. And through that example is my consistency to follow through to show my employees that, you know, to get to whatever level you want to get to in particular, if you want to get to mine or, or better is, you know, for me to show them what it takes. And the more that I ingrain, you know, consistency, um, always following up, um, you know, bringing your best to the table um, to my employees is um, one of the best things because, uh, you know, my pride with work is watching somebody that I hire or that I train move on. I, I have at least, you know, I have many employees that have worked for me that they're they're above me on on levels wherever they went to mm -hmm. they they sit above me but i don't feel like they took my spot like no i trained them so they could get to that spot yeah. and they did it through being consistent and being true to who they are and um you know following the standards that we just you know we've been speaking about this yeah. whole time so i make sure to really really bring that to my team and um with whoever i work for so you know it's really lead by example um you know i don't i don't do the point and click you know, I'll get in there, I get my hands dirty. If I, yeah. I want to show them something, I'm going to show you the first time and how to get it done, and this is how to do it, and then, yeah. you know, follow up from there. Indeed. Peace. So, what's up, man? Um, so, we're in Philadelphia. This is your home. Yes, sir. Um, my, as, I, as I tell people, you know, I grew up in New Jersey, across the border. This is my adopted region though you know this is a place that yeah, in we, terms we of cultural over. references you know what i'm saying you absorb in yeah you know. the jersey the jersey folks yeah you know i got i got a lot of love for everybody i'm not an eagles fan but you know i understand it's all good it's all good i got it's all you know. good. just how how are things in the city man like how how is philly right now um philly's an interesting town right now um it's going through what i'm sure a lot of um urban urban areas are going through um in particular it's, a, it's one of the biggest cities that seeing a lot of the the fast transformation of the city mm -hmm. and to um really bring it in into up to date with what you know the world class cities are and with that bringing it up to date is a lot of development a lot of new faces a lot of new um atmosphere a lot of new uh attitude a lot of mm -hmm. you know it's a lot of new that's happening in philly right now yeah. um and um it's seeing that meld of how the old of what the city is how much of that can survive yeah. what's happening right now and i'm sure like i said that's happening in many cities across the nation yeah. as things yeah. change you know what you what you endeared love you know the philly john <laughs> you know now it's it's, it's a colloquial <laughs> funny thing to say that you, you know what i mean oh, so that man. even something as simple as just our slang is now it's, um, you know, the national joke, and it's like, great, thanks. Like, yeah, appreciate you like, <laughs> Appreciate <laughs> taking what we had that was ours, and now it's... Yeah, you know, like other up. people but, um, trying to have you know, say that's, it. That's just an aspect of it, whereas Philly is um, it's definitely a growing town. It's, it's a lot of um, 
you know, influence from other um, East Coast cities starting to come in, mm -hmm. and um, it's, it's it's pretty competitive across the across the board as far as um, be it real estate, be it um, be it culture, be it um, the music. Yeah. So you know, it's interesting to see what's going on. All right, all right. Um, ooh, so I got like you know, maybe one or two more questions. That we no, we better roll out. Oh, um, good man. I, I'm you know. I, ain't lose I just got comfortable. Word up. Then let's, let's keep it rolling. So, so is there, you know, I know you've been in, involved and in, you've been in, in, in the apparel and the fashion business for a long time. Are there any pieces of the, of the work um, that you would want to, to someone that either a younger person or older person, whatever type of person that was maybe trying to get into the business, is there any like tips that you would want to share with them or get them, you know, in terms of a place to start? Um, Definitely, uh, if you want to get into the fashion or apparel industry, it's pretty much like start wherever you can get in. I'll, um, I'll tell one story of just an example. Of, um, I, was, uh, I was working for a company, and um, I had to uh, resign from the company. The company kind of shifted gears on me and was going a different direction than what I was doing for them. And... Um, you know, fundamentally, they let me go, but I wasn't fired. I always make sure people know I was not fired. I was let go. I had a severance package and everything. Mm -hmm. So, you know, I'm out looking for another job, and um, I went to an interview at one place, and um, I sat for the interview, and I, I have a good amount of experience. And um, I felt, I knew that that place wasn't going to hire me, mainly because I was probably over-experienced for the position I was, I was applying mm -hmm. for. The person that was interviewing me, I knew I should be your boss, and they knew it. So I knew <laughs> this is not gonna work out. This ain't gonna work out. It was, you know, this is good practice, but whatever. So I walk out of there, and um, there was a sign in another store mm -hmm. that said, you know, hiring now for a store manager, and that's what I was applying to the other place for. And um, actually, the other place I was applying for assistant manager at that time. And um, I walked past the window, and I thought about it, and I was literally, you know, looking at my whatever, about to catch the bus, get out of there, yeah. go home figure out what I was going to do the next next move. And um, I thought about it, and I walked in the store. I pulled the sign off the window, and I walked up to the counter, and I said, y'all ain't going to need this no more. You can throw this in the trash. <laughs> and they looked at me like, what the fuck? <laughs> like, Who the hell is this dude? And um, I'm like, get your manager. And right. she came out, and I said the same thing. And she's like, what are they talking about? I'm like, listen. You could throw this in the trash because I'm here. Right. I'm ready. I was hired on the spot. She gave me keys that day. She asked me. She It happened to be a situation. She was like, yeah, I got promoted. And I was supposed to hire somebody two weeks ago. Yeah. But she didn't. couldn't find nobody. And she had to start her new position then like two days. And it was out of town. Wow. She had to move and everything. So she said, she, she, she asked me, she said, can you start tonight? I will train you on everything tonight. It was like three o'clock. <laughs> I'm like, all right, let me go home real quick, get my stuff together, and I'll, I'll be back as long as all the paperwork. And she's like, I got you. I'll, everything will be cool. You'll be paid. We'll start now. And I walked in and got that job that way. And I, I used that story of don't, don't let nothing hold you back. And if you want to, if you want to do something like, particularly in this industry, this industry is is not a education industry. You know what I mean? It's not you have to have a certain 
educational background to be successful in it. Um, I know mm-hmm. people that are chemistry majors that have chemistry degrees that work in this industry. They, they don't use, you know what I mean, no, that degree that. for nothing. But this is what they wanted to do. They have an interest. They have a creative mind. And that's what it really takes. And it takes also a certain commitment of that's what you want to do, then do it. I always tell people, um, you know, I, I do a lot of hiring. So, or people ask, you know, how to get a job, things like that. So um, I'm like, go into place and start working. Mm-hmm. Trust me, they'll they'll notice you. <laughs> the manager's going to walk up to you after a while and say, excuse me, <laughs> I'm not paying you. You can continue what you're what doing. You doing. If you're sweeping the floor, go ahead and sweep the floor. Just letting you know that we ain't paying you right now. Right. Trust me, the conversation will continue. You yes, know what man. I mean? And it's really having a proactiveness, especially in this type of industry, because it's not based on your education. It's based on what you're doing, what you bring to the table. So, mm. you know. Yeah, I think the, I mean, you brought up something there that is um, significant around kind of seizing a moment. You know, yeah, and, yeah. And, and and preparing yourself. So, I mean, if you can't prepare yourself for that, but having having that 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 level of confidence, um, where you go, all right, I'm just going, I'm just going to ask for the business right now, like pretty much, yeah. And that's take it back to being true to yourself and knowing be who you are and not pretending and trying to present what you think people want to see. Want to see, indeed. You know what I mean? You never know. Give them something different, you know what I mean? They're not fake different, but you're the different, you yeah. know what I mean? And what you purely are is is the value of what you bring to the table. You yeah, know? That, that um that honesty about who how you move through the world. True you know, if you if, if you if you if you loud, you know, some people just loud. Be loud. They just don't. Yeah. <laughs> don't don't I'm, I'm talk like this. Yeah. And then we get you on you come in the first day and it's ah, ah, ah. we're like, hold up, man. Who? Yeah. We didn't know we was getting loud person. I mean, we might be able to deal with it, but this is a nursing home. Like now you're in there all loud with people that need quiet. Like, you know what I mean? Be who you are when you come in the door. Um has there been um with the work, is there ever what do you think is, is, is something challenging that folks outside the business just maybe wouldn't know about, you know, just because they wouldn't have to do that? There's a particular aspect about the work. That's people see clothes and they think, um, you know, it's a, it's a ton of money mm. going around. It's not, you know. <laughs> margins are very slim. Yeah. It takes a lot to run a business. Um, you know, people, oh, word, I could do that. I could just, you know, rent a space and open a store. And Yeah, you, you can and more power to you. But have a plan. Because everything, everything costs money. Once you go into business, everything costs money. Right. Even even things that may appear to be free now, eventually mm-hmm. there's there's a cost attached to it. You know what All I mean? Right. And that's really one of the main things. Um, you know, for I'm fortunate that yeah, I work for companies, um, but I've also had my own, and I understand that you know the logistics are the same, mm-hmm. and it's really making sure you 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 know you tight with the back end. You know yeah. what I mean. Um, you know that's really that's really where where it comes to because uh, I know these brothers. Um, you know, shout out um, shout out God is dope down um, Atlanta. I came across them young brothers when I was mm-hmm. down there doing um, doing some work, and they you know they had a nice nice shop, moving goods mostly over the phone. Mm-hmm. You know, shipping it out. They had a nice base product. It looked good. It was clean. And he put all his marketing, you know what I mean? All his marketing is around that theme. Yeah. And, and he was pumping it out. You know, I, you know, he wasn't just a T-shirt company. He was he was pushing a brand. And yeah. that's really where it comes to is, um, you know, make your mark as a brand. 
and push that because if you want to just be a retailer, you know, that's it's it's a tough space, you know mm-hmm. what I mean? But you know, if you can you can always be a brand. I tell um you know, people that come to me for that type of advice, which which I, you know, I do on the side, Manifesto Consultant Group. Um, people that come to me for that type of advice is like, um, you know, you, you you know, why do you want to make a bunch of different T-shirts and, you know, make, make one good T-shirt, one good hat, one good jacket or whatever you do and, and pump that. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Until that hits. You can var- make variations of that, but stick with that one thing because that's how you brand yourself mm-hmm. otherwise anybody could print t-shirts and you know i could go on the app and have a t-shirt company popping right now you yeah. know what i mean but you know put the emphasis on branding and you take it that much further you know distinguish yourself so. yeah yeah I've, uh, i mean my current endeavor and experience with the shirt i've been making that's you know i mean i'm thinking about it for a while but started this summer and um and I had a conversation with somebody. They're like, oh, you, you got like a bunch of shirts at the house? I'm like, nah. If I bought $300 worth of shirts and was at my house with them, I got to go to the post office. I got I can, I can't I can't do that. I need to set up a system. <laughs> and yeah. then I need to figure out if people like it. And then I need to figure people get the concept. And then I need to build, you know, the other stuff around it mm-hmm. that attracts people to it and have, you know, a plan, as I like to say. Indeed. And um, and I find that sometimes folks, they got an idea, but they don't got a plan. Yeah. You know what I mean? They're like, this idea is cool. Oh, that's a cool idea. What you gonna do with it? Yeah, people that's all I got. So value the, the value of pen and pen to paper and just writing it down. Mm-hmm. And um I I found that in some conversations with um folks, be it peers or, or younger or whomever that just haven't really taken it taken it to task to really write write out a business mm-hmm. plan or just a plan. I think the I'm not sure. I have to even say I'm not even sure on the I'm I'm I think it's either the business part that deters people or it could be the plan word in itself you know what i'm saying that, that deters people of you, you have a plan and they like damn i gotta plan something and it's like well you, you planned to wake up in the morning yesterday so yeah. it shouldn't be too you know what i mean like it's okay you can make plans but when you start putting it on paper and what i what i find is then you're able to see it and then you can see the gaps and you can see the advantages and you can see certain parts that you're like okay I have so you know I have some opportunity here between here and there to do some other things or to, or to expand on this or expand mm-hmm. on that and it's like that's the value of writing it down because yeah we all we are visual beings you know what I mean like our, our eyes that's like literally seventy percent of our experience in the world you know what I mean mm-hmm. of what we what we see is it taste is relevant hearing all of that you know somebody that's that's seeing impaired. Mm-hmm. That's a major, major setback compared to somebody that that can't hear. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? So, and, uh, and not comparing either one, but just yeah, yeah, but our just experience in this the, world yeah. is based on sight which yes. mostly. And it's like you can you can mind it up. You know what I mean? You can draw it up. You could you could, in your head as much as you want, but you know until you put it on paper, now it's actual. Yeah. You did something physical with it, even if you ain't start the plan yet. You you pulled it out of your head and put it on a little piece of paper. That's step one. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? If yeah, you don't never yeah. do that, then it's good luck, man. Yeah, I think um, I know when uh, way, way back when we did um, the shirts, we had we used to do the uh, fundamental source joints. We used to do way, way, way back. We and um, we we set. We was in the crib and we was like, well, we need you know we can do we can do a shirt and so we you know we started having conversations and we writing in notebooks and stuff. You know what I mean? But then it was like, okay, what would it take? What like we we got an idea. We think it's a good one. I think, you know, our community will respond, you know what I mean, to this. Um, 
you know, the mechanics were a lot different at that time in terms mm-hmm. of like we got all these tools now yeah. where you can do all kind you can run all kinds of stuff and not have any manufacturing facilities or nothing. All you got is, you know back then you literally had to print. You had to go find a printer and you had to, <laughs> You had to figure out a like, physical part of that like, process. Can I get the screen if I got to go to another printer? Like yeah. all that kind of deal, mm-hmm. um, you know. But then you, you know, you find out do you have a product? You know what I mean? It, it's a, something that uh, a couple folks that I, I, you know, I've met in the last couple of years, and um, if you're familiar with Art of the Start, you know, one of the first things there is like, do you have a product? Mm-hmm. Like before you run off and like get a business license, get this, get that. Mm-hmm. Do you have something that it has an attraction so, power, yeah. right? You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. And um, and I often find, I think sometimes for folks, when you hear you say, like, oh, start a business, they think, I got to get a lawyer, I got to do this, I got to do that. And it's like, no, if, do you got a product? Yeah. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Build that up first. Yeah. All of that stuff will, will come in as you need it. You know yeah. what I mean? Yeah. It's kind of like, uh, but as long as you got execution to it, like you said, they'll, those things will come about. Indeed. Is, um, in terms of your work, is there any particular... Like lynches or or just a nugget, you know. Again, don't you give up? To, don't give up the goat. But is there any particular? Is there a nugget you could share around like um, that that you would give someone that was starting something new in terms of like just a nugget of advice? Really, it's it's relationships. Relationships is everything. Um, is is who you know and what what you built with that with that person. Mm-hmm. Uh, I know um, I have examples that I see either been a part of but also like I said I've been in the industry like this for a while and I've had a lot of people work work for me in this region mm-hmm. and they have gone on to do things like open their own stores and things like that and I even know somebody would look at them oh he doing it or he, he got lucky or whatever or he was this and that and I'm like no nah, you ain't see the work that that he put in and that that one person that walked in the door that everybody else ignored but he went out of his way to to get that dude proper service and show this dude who exactly who he was. And that's his investor years later. Mm-hmm. You, know, you know what I mean? Years yeah. He built this relationship, and years later, he has somebody that's, that's willing to to invest and open a, open a store with him and yeah. support his vision and whatnot. And I've, I've seen that multiple times, and it's, it's really relationships. Um, you can wait to hit the lottery. You can wait to <laughs> save up $150,000 and start something. Or you could know the right people that can help you and will support you in what you're doing. Yeah. And just like you said, once you created a product that's worth doing something, we 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 in the worst civilization in America. This is the capitalist mall of the world. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? If you're not participating, you're being used. So yeah, <laughs> it's either get in or right. be you know stay a guppy. You know what I mean? Yeah, and same. if you want to elevate yourself it's like all right yeah make a product because that's what this society is about is it's a consumer based you make a product somebody gonna want it yeah find where they at they out here it's millions billions at this point so you know especially with like you said things are different when you you know he's growing up it was i remember we used to rap and make cds and we we made like we We made made our He's putting labels on the joints, and you know what I'm saying. <laughs> yeah, like, he really made the CD. Right, we be like, damn, you CD. only had fifty. Like, well, I only can make fifty right now. I like, only have a double disc yeah. on my computer. Take, exactly. I got to do one. I used to do them for us, one, one at, at a time. time. Like, press it on, and then we got to print the label and print the <laughs> the top of the photo joint and all that. I got to wait for the graphic dude to. We ain't have Photoshop until later in the game. You yeah. know what I mean? So, yeah. Oh man, doing with art. Man, our first, joints. our first things was. 
was real tapes. Yeah. Like tapes, because it was cheaper to go to the tape man than the C D dude. Exactly. Like, the C D dudes is brand new. That yeah, was that was, that was new was, new <laughs> new shit. Like, 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 oh man, you gonna get the yeah. C D? Oh man. So I'm like, now everything is exponentially yeah. faster, easier there at the at the touch of your finger. It's like kinda like no excuses, you know what yeah. I mean? Kinda leads me to um just circling back, just conversationally, you know, yeah. open on um how I said like the city's changing and it's opportunity and it's unfortunate that certain communities um you know aren't being taught how to take advantage Man, of the opportunities yeah. and more so are looking at um more talking about it or being disgusted or being angered or being disenfranchised about these opportunities but not seeing them as their opportunities mm-hmm. you know what i mean if your land values if somebody's coming buying your land you should be benefiting and if you don't have any land get some Right, you know what I'm saying? Somebody, but, but get some. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Do what you got to do and get some. You yeah. know what I mean? And I'm not speaking from a lofty standpoint. I'm on the same note. I got to get some. You know what I mean? And um, that's on all levels of it's, yeah. no, it's no excuses in this in this world. Because, yeah, it might not have been set up for you and I to take the most benefits. But it was set up without many rules so anybody yeah. could take a part of these benefits yeah. you know you what i'm saying like yeah you, you know. can jump in there just you exactly. know, figure out what the hoops is mm-hmm. and um and i think that is a you know i was in a in a meeting and and a, and a concept that was that came up um that was shared with us was around despite all this tech and da 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 that's going on those that can can merge the space between the human connection and the, the tools and the, and, the, and the technical technology stuff that's going on, mm-hmm. we'll still have an opportunity to be successful Indeed. because the human connection still matters. Like, and we're relationship based people. You know what I mean? Like, you you got to make a connection, and so you get to develop your people skills, develop your ability to network, um, and then attach it to whatever other stuff that you might be doing, and you're gonna find a lane. You know, it's you know it's out there. So. I got one more question. You don't see, you ain't see this one coming. So over the years, I've I've bear witness to your Air Force. I mean, I mean your your Air Max oh, yeah, um, yeah. operations. I don't I don't know how many you got, but every time, every once in a while, you pop out with I don't know what your secret is. I don't know who, who your inside man. Don't give it up. The plug. Who your plug is? But I'm just as a fa- I'm saying as a, I'm a fan of, of of your Air Max side. You know, is there you got a particular particular pair or a couple that are, are your favorites or um, no. I definitely have a couple that are my favorites. Um, most of them would be um, the Atmos collabs that came out okay. with um, Atmos you know, over in Japan. So I got a couple of those. I got a couple that that like are in storage. I don't even wear them because <laughs> I got doubles that I wear. And then I got the other one that I, for 10 years from now, when I'm going to break it out on the yeah. young boys and let yeah. them know. Yeah. But, um, yeah, a lot of the Air Maxes, um, just like I said, I'll put stuff in storage, whereas – I have other sneakers, but Air Max is more my passion. Like, yeah. I'm not going front. Like, yeah, I, I'm, I'm I'm in the industry. I'm connected. I get a lot of product. People send me things that so they want me to wear it and be seen. And you know, who you know, people I'll be around to get seen. So, yeah. but I'll say all my Air Maxes, I, I buy, I buy at retail or I have or eBay or I go out my way to buy Air Maxes because yeah. that's my like collector thing. That's your joint. And um, so I have them. Like you know, the ones I have on now, these are probably like 12 years old. So I'll keep them for a very long time because I'm, you know, I'm, yeah. 
that's my favorite one. So yeah, collecting them. Take so care of them. I'll break out stuff from <laughs> ten years ago. And people, dang, I ain't never seen them. Like, well, not. Y'all done waited till you forgot. You know what I mean? That they was even out <laughs> back then, and then I'm bringing them back. So. Uh, I appreciate you know people bearing witness. Yeah, right nah, man, I be like, just, uh, man, he's killing it right now. Damn. Yeah, Air Maxes was just one of them, like one of my favorite the silhouette of the shoe. Yeah, the comfort. Yeah. And um, I'm a I'm a thin guy. You know, if you can't, it, it probably doesn't. Re, re, you know, I probably sound huge on on the, <laughs> on the podcast. You know, sound you know sound like a big dude, but I'm not. Um, you know, I'm a pretty slight frame guy. So like the Air Max is a thin, you know, a thin shoe. So I got yeah. a thin foot. You know what I mean? It just with that joint it comes together yeah. right so um we're getting close to you know where we you know tap out on it um so i like to do my current question to close out i always ask is um is there can you just give me maybe movies or music something that um looking at it now you see it differently than when maybe you first heard it or watched it you know 15 20 years ago or when you were a younger man um, I'll probably say um, it's a lot. Yeah, it's a lot of stuff I could I could I could look to <laughs> on that on that note. Uh, but I, I'll definitely say I've never really been a big movie buff. Like okay. I'm I'm well aware of movies. I've watched yeah, movies. Yeah. Like you know, you know what I mean. Yeah, like, yeah, you know, but but um, it's not like yeah, not too crazy over over the top about music. Definitely, you know what I mean. Hard in the music, and um, one of the things I, I'll say is um looking back on it is a lot of the the um you know i know i don't know how many millennials listen to your show but um, (laughs) i'm working on it i might go back (laughs) past what they remember um but you know back in the day you know things like like the message Mm -hmm. um songs like that um that i go back to and really really start listening to the wordplay and the topic matter and the Mm -hmm. subject matter that they was dealing with and it makes me think of like how, you know, damn, hip hop been around like 30, 35, 40 years. You know what I mean? And um, it's the, back then we were saying the same, you know what I mean? Like right, the right. We content about of the issues. rhymes really hasn't changed. And not for a bad thing. Mm-hmm. It's just seeing that that's, you know, that's, you know, for lack of a term I can't find, it's pretty ill. You know what I'm mm-hmm. saying? That like, damn, the same things that we was, rhyming and kicking and spitting about then you know 80s 90s 2000s 2010s and now to i don't even what the hell this is called now 2000 teens yeah, i don't know this <laughs> i don't know what yeah, we doing we now. gotta bring it out we gotta wait till the, the 20s future now yeah <laughs> we're now in the future so it's the, still the same type of lines and um i get the i get an opportunity from um my platform where i'm at now in uh, my career as well as um just knowing people in the industry is um I know current and I know old. So mm-hmm. yeah, I, I deal with the little Uzis and you know what I mean, people of that nature as well and I respect what they do as artists and I deal with mm-hmm. Big Daddy Kane and you know what I mean, brand newbie on a regular basis too. Yeah. So, you know, I see both and it's like I, I see that bridge and that the lyrics really the content is fundamentally the same. It's just served up with a different taste on it, a different flavor, a different mm-hmm. you know, different plate. You know what I mean, and it's it's up to what kind of you know what kind of cuisine you like. You prefer, okay. but you know okay. Italian food is not you know, yeah. different types of food from another planet. It's yeah. eggs, you know, flour, tomatoes, tomatoes and yeah. <laughs> you give it to uh, somebody in Mexico, and they're going 
whip it up something you know what i mean a different form but it's basically the same ingredients and i look at hip-hop like that like okay. it's the same ingredients it's just different you know different cooks indeed uh, you know indeed. i like i like i like it all you know what i mean all right that's peace so, yeah yeah i think um yeah i like music and, and other things and i try to it's, it's so much content there's so much music available now sometimes i find like i just gotta you know if it, if it pop up on the waiver wire, that's my way to find something new. Because yeah. it just, I can't, I can't do the thing. Like, you know, the, you know we, our age was Tuesdays. You got to go to the store, wait for Going the new stuff to come out, yeah. check the board. Oh, what's coming out next? Yeah, It's it's everywhere now. I can't so keep track. Yeah. <laughs> I, I, like I said, I'm lucky I'm in an atmosphere that I'm around youth culture. So, yeah. it'll, people, hey, have you heard this? And I'm like, I don't even, right. I don't even know, man. There's so many times, you know, I don't front about, like, I know your music or I know who you are or any yeah. of that. Because I'm like. My son listened to you. I don't, you know what I mean? Yeah, like yeah. I heard, I heard it in the other room. Mm. You know what I mean? I was over here listening to MF Doom, but you know I'm aware. Okay. But I've met him, and you know it's kind of like, again back to that genuine. I'm not fronting. I don't, you know. Hey, y'all, you listen to our music? I I don't need to. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like it's so much. You know I'm. You know Jada Kiss and Davies just put an album out. I'm saying. That was for me. You know what yeah, I mean? Right. They did that for me. Yeah. The <laughs> uh, what's the young boy? Um, I don't even remember their names, man. But you know, I yeah. know one of these kids got an album out. It's pretty hot song, Mo Bamba or something like that. Okay, I get yeah, it. yeah, yeah. Enjoy, yeah, enjoy go hard when I'm yeah. driving and put that on right. for a hot minute. We go rock to that. But yeah. you know, he didn't make that with me and mine. He yeah. made that with his with his peers, his peers and his people. And that's cool. That's all right. You that's, know what I mean? Hey, that's that's yeah. the love of it, man. You know what I mean? I love hip hop for that purity that allow everybody to be a part of hip hop. That mm-hmm. was what, what brought us to it. That it didn't matter what size you was, what color, where you was from, if you was rich, if you was poor. It was you got skills, and right. if you got skills at something, then come right. on in. You invited. Yeah. You know what I mean? Listen. Word up, boy. I appreciate you. Um, Even though I know I could get into a long argument about skills with. <laughs> and I'm like, you can't compare what we was doing back then. Oh, yeah. Like you said, it was harder. Oh, so exactly. we made it harder. Yeah, I, I just, just want to get real intricate real quick. Yeah, yeah, go for it. Yeah, good, man. Look, we, let's go. So, <laughs> uh, this is just something that was on my mind with um, talking about the music. And, yeah. um, if you peep it now that the artists, they rhyme on double time. Mm-hmm. They rhyme on a one, two, one, two, one, two, one, two. Yeah. But they don't rhyme that fast to the one two one two one two. They still rhyme at a slower one two three four rhyme cadence, but over a one two one two one two. So it's easier, and it's really they just figured out how to ride the beat easier. Mm-hmm. Whereas we was in one two three four era, so we had to fill all of that space yeah. with words because we had yet to really slow down to the one two one two. Which is what now is, which is yeah. more simple. And then if you look at it, even it goes even back to that's how the original hip hop was on the one, two, two yeah. you know what I mean. But then we got filling in all that space with more words and more syllables, and we got complicated in the '90s. But you know, as they changed over, it was really the tempos changed and the rhyme flow changed to accommodate that, so less words were needed. So the lyrical, right? The lyrical intricacy changed yeah. again. Like I said, the content really didn't change. It's just the intricacy of the lyrics 
change. We always round about money. We always round about getting girls and riding in nice cars and yeah, jewelry yeah, and yeah, neighborhood being stuff, best being stuff, in neighborhood a, stuff, yeah, beef with somebody. With yeah. yeah, you know what I mean? <laughs> but I'm going to be in the future and how, how thorough I am than you. And, yeah, yeah. You know what I mean? Like, that's, that ain't that's never changed. You know what I mean? So, yeah, I just, think, just touching on that because nah, I like that. That's I a, like to explore it. Nah, that's a, that's an important point. I think the um, it's like when you, I think I was talking to who was I, I was talking to somebody, and, and I went back and listened to um, you know, a couple rock him songs, and I was like, I was like, damn, like you know, it was like there's, and G rap, it was actually with G rap we were talking about, and you know, you have had. You know, it'd be two, three, four rhymes, and the rhyme, this this rhyme, like the rhyme on the two is rhyming with the part of the, like the six. Yeah. But even though it wasn't a six, the mm-hmm. six was actually, you know, it was repeated at four, but it, you know what I mean? Like yeah. you, do, 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 do. It was all, it was, it's layers, you know what I'm saying? Haiku. <laughs> yeah, it's like, it's like, first of all, it's like, how did, who, where, what was you doing? Where one day you was like, I'm a rap like this, mm-hmm. given the environment, right? You know what I mean? You coming in the mid 80s with the, the one and the two, and then yeah. one day you just went, Skibbity babbity, you know, you put <laughs> five, seven different patterns on. Yeah. Like it's a, it's a, it's a, it's amazing, and it's um, it's good for everybody. Not even just on like curmudgeon old man move. Like you need to go listen to the old hip hop. Like no, you need to, you should hear it, and just think about it. Mm-hmm. You know, the same thing I would say. You need to listen to different music. You know what I mean? Yeah. If you when you know when we was. It makes you a better artist. Make yeah. you open it up because most other genres do that. You know what yeah. I mean? If the, it's a guitarist, whatever yeah. they play in a rock band or a folk band. They go and they study the legendary guitarists and yeah. learn their riffs and learn how to play what they was playing so that they get integrated in their music. Yeah, and you know, like you pull an element. Hip hop fundamentally does that, but doesn't like to accredit it. Yeah. You know what I mean? Because it's like you're still sampling. I don't care if you say, "Well, we ain't sampling." We we played this and yeah, we, we did. Played, we ran it through a... the, the, the drum hit or whatever. You know what I mean? Yeah. And even the pattern of the one. You know what I mean? Or that the double tom sneer hit. Like, that's Pete Rock, and that's what you know what I mean? Like that's yeah, they yeah. laid down Q tip and all you got. They laid that 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 pattern down. Yeah. You know, not that they got it. That's the other part. I don't see anybody having to give credit either. That's that's the other part. Nobody should be I need my credit. Like, come on, man, you don't own the snare. <laughs> right. You know, great, you know, all good to you. You put it together right, but yeah, it's, you know. It's cool. Man. It's cool, man. It's you just know what a, I mean? Take it as an homage it's that it's in there. You, you know what I mean? You That's your influence. Sample Smokey. Right. <laughs> you know right. what I'm saying? So, <laughs> and whoever it is. That's why I'm who, like, it's, it's, it's nothing, nothing new under the sun. Right. Right. Whoever you know, the session is. the session drummer that was in there that day. Yeah, I'm sure he's pissed off he's all like, together. Like, Nobody knows me. <laughs> That's my goddamn snare. It really is my snare. I bought the drum. It's right there in the garage. That's my stuff. You know what I mean? Like, but that's you know, that's that deeper level. Word, I appreciate it, man. Um, I uh, I'm not gonna hold you all morning and um I appreciate you coming to ask the old head. Um this this is this has been a pleasure, man. I really appreciate it, man. It's a good conversation, man. Um Um, anything for the good of the order if I tap us out. Um Nah, just saying peace, peace to um, all the, you know, civilized people, all the righteous people in the universe. Um, definitely want to make sure everybody just, you know, be the best of who you can be and be yourself and be true to yourself. You know what I mean? Everybody going to, you know, accept you better for that. That's why we're individuals. We weren't all born at the same time. So, yes, you know, you was born to be you, you know. And the uh, divine universal. Peace, God. Peace. All right. This has been the Ask Your Old Head podcast with Justice Raji. Thank you for listening. Peace.